Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. You know what we need to learn as Christians? We need to learn to let this new man on the inside dominate the outward man. That's where our problems are. The outward man's not a new man. The body hasn't been born again. The body will keep on wanting to do things that it used to do and things that are wrong. Paul said his body did. So don't be surprised if your body does. Notice what Paul said in 1 Corinthians 9, 27. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 9, chapter 27, verse, But I, well now who is I? I is this man on the inside, the new man in Christ. I keep my body under. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the classic series, Understanding How to Fight the Good Fight of Faith by Kenneth E. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's classic message. Well, I could always do two things. I could always tame any wild animal or open any lock. I mean, as a little kid, you see, and as a early teens. I can't tell you why, but locks intrigued me. And I could just always get in just about anywhere I wanted, you know. And uh, what this boy was talking about was that I'd opened the lock on some buildings. And they'd gone in. Now, I wouldn't go in myself. Of course, one thing, I was afraid of the dark and they didn't keep the stores lighted up like they do nowadays. It's depression days, you know, they trying to save every dime they could, you know. And uh, a time or two, I didn't make a practice of that, I don't leave that impression. But a time or two, I'd managed to open a lock or two. And these boys, you know, we weren't about 13, 12, 13 years old. Uh, maybe one or two of them was older than that. But they went in and got some candy. Now that's all they got, just some candy. Of course, I did help them eat it after they got it all right. <laughs> but uh, I really didn't get it. All I did is just open the door, door where they could get into it, you know. And uh, now that was what he was talking about. See, I had to explain that to you. So he pointed to this building down there about a half a block away, you know, and said, you know, just a laughing, you know, you remember that night? And I just sat there, you know, like I didn't even know what he's talking about. I knew what he's talking about. But I just acted like I didn't know what he's talking about, see. I was going to use this as an opportunity to witness to him, you know. So I just sat there with a mask-like look on my face, like I didn't even know what he's talking about. He finally said, what's the matter with you? I said, not a thing. Not a thing at all. But he said, you act like you don't even know what I'm talking about. And if it hadn't been for you, we, couldn't have, we wouldn't have got that candy. And I said, uh, he went on then talking about it some more. What happened, you know? And I just sat there, you know, and acted like I didn't know what he's talking about, just with a blank look on my face, you know. And finally he said to say, now what's the matter with you? I said, not a thing. Well, you act like you don't even know what we, I'm talking about. And you was the very key to the situation, you see. And I said, uh, Lefty, I said, the fellow that was with you boys that night's dead. Oh, he said, you're not dead. I know you're not dead. 
Now, see, he's looking at it from the physical standpoint. I didn't die physically. They thought it was, you see. But I'm looking at it from the spiritual standpoint. He said, uh, I know you nearly died, but you're not dead. That's you sitting there. Oh, I said, you're just looking at the house I'm living in. You're looking at the outward man, at the body, the man on the inside that gave permission to the body, to the outward man to open that lock. He's gone. And this man on the inside is a new creature in Christ Jesus. I said 2 Corinthians 5, 17 said, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Now notice what that said. It said old, O-L-D, things are passed away. So I was right when I told him that old man on the insides passed away. He's gone. And he said all, A-double-L, all things have become new. Hallelujah. Well, they'd have to all become new if he's a new creature. You know what we need to learn as Christians? We need to learn to let this new man on the inside dominate the outward man. That's where our problems are. The outward man's not a new man. The body hasn't been born again. The body will keep on wanting to do things that it used to do and things that are wrong. Paul said his body did. So don't be surprised if your body does. Notice what Paul said in 1 Corinthians 9, 27. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 9, chapter 27, verse, But I, well now who is I? I is this man on the inside, the new man in Christ. I keep my body under. I bring it into subjection. Now if your body was the real you, he'd have said I bring myself into subjection, but he didn't say that. He said, I bring it, he calls his body it, into subjection. Into subjection to what? To the inward man. I bring my body into subjection. I keep my body under. God's not going to do something with your body. You're going to have to do something with it, or else nothing's going to be done with it. But you see, he makes the inward man a new creature, and then he sends his Holy Spirit to dwell in your spirit to give you power. Hallelujah. So you can do something with the outward man. Some people said, well, I can't. I can't help that. Or I couldn't help that. Yes, you can. Quit telling a lie on yourself. Don't shout me down now just because I'm preaching real good. <laughs> Amen. Because you can. Now then, notice this. Paul said, I keep my body under. I bring it into subjection. Well, now you know just as well as I know that here this great man of God this apostle, this holy man of God, he wouldn't have to keep his body under if his body wasn't wanting to do things that was wrong, would he? Would he? Certainly he wouldn't. You see, you've got the flesh to contend with, but then right on the other hand, the devil will work through the flesh. You see, the devil tells a lot of Christian people then because in the flesh there are tests and trials and temptations. And, well, you must not even be saved. You know, if you were saved, you wouldn't want to do that. And making like it's really you that wanted to do it when the man on the inside didn't want to do wrong to begin with. 
And because of a lack of understanding along this line, you can see how it would hinder us. So Paul's body wanted to do things that was wrong. Or else he wouldn't have had to kept it under or bring it into subjection. But he just simply said, I'm not going to let my body dominate me. I bring my body into subjection. I keep it under. Lest by any means after I preach to others, I myself should be a castaway. Or as the margin said, I should be disapproved. Disapproved of God. Well, I don't want to be disapproved, do you? Are you listening to me? Now then, how will this lack of knowledge along this line hinder our faith? Well, I know I've talked to a lot of folks. I've had people to say to me, Well, no, I don't think the Lord will heal me. I said, Why? Well, Brother Hagin, you see, before I ever got saved, I lived such an awful life. So the Lord, you see, is not going to do anything for them now like healing their body or answering their prayer because they lived such a sinful life before they ever got saved. Well, now you see, that person had a lack of understanding concerning the new birth, concerning the new creature. Because this text said, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things have passed away. Old things are all gone. Behold, all things have become new. Hallelujah. You know, the, the, the sinner, when he comes to Christ, receives remission of sins. Not forgiveness of sins, remission of sins. You see, the Christian now, after he's born again, becomes a child of God, if he should sin, he can receive forgiveness of sins. But the sinner receives a remission of sins. And actually, if it, uh, that would be a little more, bit more clear to us if the translators of the King James translation hadn't mixed it up in their translation. Because very often they'll take the Greek word that means remission and translate it forgiveness. But there's a difference between the two. You see, when a sinner comes to Jesus, their sins are remitted. They're just simply blotted out. But then not only are the sins and all their past life blotted out, but all that they are, spiritually speaking, in the sight of God is blotted out. It ceases to exist. And they became a new man in Christ Jesus. As far as God's concerned, you understand we're looking at it from God's standpoint. As far as God's concerned, he don't see anything in their life back beyond the moment they were born again. Remember what Peter said? Peter said, as newborn babes, as newborn babes, desire the sincere milk of the word. Now he's writing to Christians who had been born again, who had become new men and women in Christ Jesus. And he says, as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. The Bible teaches that there is a similarity between spiritual growth and physical growth. You know just as well as I know that nobody is born a full-grown human. They're born babies in the natural and they grow up. And nobody's born a full-grown Christian. They're born babies and then they grow up. And the Bible said, as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word. 
Well, did you ever look at that newborn babe in the natural? Lying there, you see, in the, the bed or in its mother's arms? And one thing about that, the one thing about that newborn babe that attracts your attention is, you, you hear people say, you sweet little old innocent thing. The thing that attracts you more than anything else, outstanding characteristic, is its innocence. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Call now to get this month's special offer, a Heart of Faith package. The book, Listen to Your Heart by Ken Hagan and the single CD, The God Kind of Faith, by Kenneth E. Hagan. These are being offered for a price of $15.95. Don't delay. Call today. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagan Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. Well, this week, honey, oh, we yeah. are going to be in Living Faith Crusade in St. Cloud, Minnesota. Right. That starts Sunday, June the 8th through the 10th. That is Joy, Joy Christian, Christian Center. Center. Yes. With Pastors Brian and Shelley Gober. Uh-huh. And then... June the 11th through the 13th, that same week. That's Wednesday night. That's yes. Wednesday night. The other one is Sunday night through Tuesday night. Wednesday night through Friday night, we're going to be in Stevens Points, Wisconsin at the Good News Fellowship there. So we're I don't excited think we've about, ever been in Wisconsin. I, I don't think I've ever preached in Wisconsin. <laughs> I preached in Minnesota because I preached in uh, Minneapolis before. Yes. We're going to be there. We'd like to see you come That's out right. and be with us. It's going to be an exciting time. You know, it's heating up down in the south, so come uh -huh. on up there and be with us in the north. It'll get some cooler weather, <laughs> all right? That's right. Because usually it's cooler up there. Sometimes yeah. they get heat up there, That's too. That's right. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagan, understanding how to fight the good fight of faith. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.